Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Folks, what is happening? It's me, it's Christian, here for another session with all of you. A therapy session, if you will. Um, just to let you know, I'm using some new equipment. This is a new mic I'm using uh, that I purchased with some Amazon Christmas money. Uh, it's my own. It's my very first podcast mic that belongs to me. Me, me, me. Um, if you guys like the sound of it, let me know. Uh, if you don't, please also let me know, because if the sound sucks, then I want to make sure I get better sound. It sounded pretty good to me. I did a couple of sound checks and test runs and listened back to them, and it sounded pretty good. It sounds a little different than the other mic uh, that I was using, but I think this one, again, is just as good and is going to serve the purpose still. Um, the funny thing about this mic is that it com it comes with a stand that it sits on, like like an arm stand that you can move around. It's you know it's pretty flexible, um, but you can't you can't just stand up the arm on a table. It comes with a clamp that you have to screw and and clamp onto the end of a table. Now. It doesn't fit onto any of the tables in my apartment because either the bottoms of the tables are too thick or there's some kind of slanty design going up, something or other like that. Um, so you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, so I'm like, fuck it. The wooden arm on the couch is um, is thin enough. So I said, I'll clamp it on there, and I'll start sitting on the couch for the podcast. So now I really feel like I'm in therapy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, you all are just my therapists, um, as we stated from the beginning. So thank you for putting up with me and joining into this uh, new phase of the podcast uh, with this new microphone and kind of new setup we're going with here. I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode with Nick uh, the other day. He's one of my best friends. Um, we vibe pretty well together. Uh, it's just something that's very unexplained. And when we have an audience, you know, whether the audience is right in front of us and a group of friends or whatever, or it's, you know, talking to people through a podcast we just immediately start vibing very well. Um, so we hope you enjoyed that one. 
Uh, I had a lot of fun with that. That was one of the better episodes, in my opinion. In my opinion. Um, so, I want to let you guys know about a couple things that are going on with the podcast and thereof. I am working on getting an Instagram page ready to go. Um, it is in the beginning stages right now, uh, and it's really not just going to be for the podcast, but for all of my comedic endeavors. I'm going to put bits up there. I'm going to put, uh, you know, stand-up shows on there, uh, scheduling, you know, as I'm trying to book more shows. Uh, so that'll all be going on there, and I'm going to try and make a Facebook, a full-blown website. It's happening. It's happening, folks. It's It's here. The, the time has come. Pardon me as I move the mic closer to my face. Um, so the time has come uh, to start doing that stuff. I already started making a YouTube page earlier this week. Uh, it hasn't been made public yet, but I'll let you guys know uh, when it does. Um, and so I think, you know, I think it'll be beneficial, the YouTube page especially, because, yes, it's going to have all different comedy things on there. But it's also, you know, it's going to give people the chance who, say, maybe don't have streaming services and don't have access to the podcast to just go on YouTube. And every episode of the podcast uh, will be put up there. Um, after I record, all I have to do in my program here is I hit share to YouTube and It'll go to YouTube, uh, which will be great. Um, so I think I think it's going to be uh, a lot of fun working on this stuff. Uh, I'm already having a lot of fun. Uh, and as you know, I just love to bullshit to you guys. And any other opportunities I can get to do that, whether it's on a stage, through a website, through you know video, I got myself a webcam also, so I'm hoping to start some video content as well. Um, so that's all you know. Grand. I'm just I'm I'm really happy with with how things have been going so far. You guys have really responded well to this podcast, and you know people whether. People have listened to all the episodes or just one of the episodes. Um, the response has been overwhelmingly positive. So uh, I thank all of you loyal listeners for uh, putting up with my antics and my bullshit. And uh, yeah, because I'm not an easy person to listen to. I understand that. Um, so... What are we going to talk about today? There's a lot going on. Um, as you know, we don't talk politics on this show. Uh, we save that for um, political shows and whatever, and whoever wants to talk about politics, because apparently there's something going on with uh, Iran right now. I don't really know that much about it, but whatever. It's going on. Uh I'm just so fed up with people, man. People and their their feelings. My God, you're entitled to your own feelings, of course. Everybody is. But, oh God, like, I don't know where you draw the line. Do 
you draw the line, you know, when you're with your friends and say you it's all about this, or do you draw the line when you're in public and speaking publicly and whatever? I've just had it. Everybody's so triggered now. My God, he said something horrible on the podcast. What am I going to do? I better call my lawyer. He'll sue him. He'll get him. He said something that hurts my feelings. Well, guess what? A lot of people say things that hurt my feelings a lot. And you know what? I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I'm not saying you're not allowed to feel the way you do. That's not what I'm saying. But comedy has gotten to such a place, and I think you all know where I'm going with this, it's gotten to such a place where comedians are being dissected for things that they're saying. Ricky Gervais, okay? Yes, that's where I'm going with this. Ricky Gervais hosted the Golden Globes the other night for like the 18th time or something like that. And I was very excited about it, um, that he was coming back. Uh, I think he's hysterical and he doesn't hold back. And that's one of the best, if not his best attribute, that he doesn't fucking hold back. And just watching him the other night on the Golden Globes and watching some people in the audience freak out with laughter and were just like clutching their sides, laughing so hard, like I was. And I think most of the people in there were laughing. I do. I was honestly shocked. Um, I was happy, but I was still shocked. Um, So as I was watching this, you know, you see some people who just refuse to fucking laugh. What is wrong with people? I started this podcast, as many of you know, or all of you, if you're a first-time listener, ha-ha, hey. Um, as many of you know, I started this because, excuse me, whew, I see laughter truly as the best medicine. It is one of the only things that can bring people together anymore. Is if something is funny, people are laughing together. It's one of the only things anymore that's able to do that. But even so, even that is, is getting attacked. I'm not saying there's this whole agenda against comedy and comedians or what have you. Um, I'm just saying that people just need to lighten the fuck up. It's, oh, my God. Just please, please. Please, just do me a favor and laugh. And laugh. That's the job of comedians, okay? Leave them the fuck alone. 
Ricky went up there the other night and stuck it to everybody and was like, hey, this is what I think. And, uh, yeah, fuck all he is. It's pretty much what he said, and it was great. I thought it was great. Um, but just leave the people alone. They're doing their jobs. People gave Dave Chappelle shit for his new uh, his new special. Well, it's not that new anymore. It came out a couple months ago. Uh, I think it's called uh, Sticks and Stones. Um, people gave him shit for it. Why? He's a comedian. Everybody in the audience is rolling. He's one of the most brilliant comics to ever walk this earth. And he's got a lot of life left in him, so he's going to be around for a while. Why are you giving him shit for it? Same thing with Bill Burr. People were saying that about Paper Tiger. I've watched Paper Tiger five times because I, I it's such a unique kind of special that I just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and it is a great a fucking great study for comedians to watch that watch that special even if you're not a comedian watch the special I feel like I'm talking slowly I don't know why um but watch the special watch the special check it out um and just laugh, man. He's one of the best, the best. He, he's got, everything is trimmed off of his, his jokes. Every ounce of fat is cut right off. Every, you know, unnecessary thing is gone. And I know it's like that because he works really hard at it. I know because I listen to his podcast, um, which you should all go listen to. Uh, Bill Burr's um, Monday morning podcast. Uh, You should all go listen to it. It's great because you just hear his inner thoughts and people write into him for advice and it's it's fucking great it's great um but when you listen to that show he's talking about like how he's going down to the comedy store every pretty much every night working on his new set and he's like yep the new hour's ready he's getting ready to go out on tour and it's just great, and you just see that no matter how far you make it in comedy, it's something you're always, always working at. Always. You're always looking for new material. You're always looking for other things to say. And it's hard. It is hard to make people laugh really hard 
So, I really enjoyed Ricky's thing the other night. I don't get it with, you know, this is whole shaming of comedians. Now, let me be very clear. Do I think there is a point where comedians can go too far? Yes, I do. And I've seen it. And I've seen some people in Hollywood even, it destroys their careers because they'll say something that as soon as it leaves their mouth, they'll regret it. But, so don't get me wrong, I think it is perfectly plausible for someone to say something that is too far, for a comedian to go too far. I have certain things that I adhere to and certain things that I believe you shouldn't joke about, but that doesn't mean that another comedian is going to agree with me and say, yes, that is objectively true that you shouldn't joke about that stuff. But, you know, it's all, that has to do with a personal level of morality and, and, and decency and, and what you can and can't joke about. To me, I have personal beliefs on things that you can't joke about. And that's okay. And that's okay if others feel like they want to joke about it. But there definitely, definitely is a point where it can get too far. So don't get me wrong on that. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm having a great, (laughs) I've been talking about this for almost 20 minutes. Uh, I'm having a great day. I really am. I'm feeling good. I've been feeling, uh, much better as of late. Uh, as all you know, depression and anxiety kind of comes and goes in waves for me. Um, and I, I have been feeling exceptionally better recently. Um, looking for a job still. I have, uh, two interviews next week. I had a couple this week, so things are happening. Things are happening. Um, am I talking slower? I feel like I'm talking slower and I have no control over it. Let me turn away from the mic and try and talk. Well, I feel like I'm talking slower, but I don't know if I really am. Am I really talking slower? So let me try and keep up this pace as I come to the mic and I feel like I've slowed down. I don't know. I think it's in my head. Why is my computer verifying a fucking file right now? I don't have any files I need fucking verified. I don't see it. I think there's like a maintenance person outside because I can hear walkie-talkie and they're probably hearing me screaming and they're getting concerned. Um... Oh my god, verifying backup and sync from Google. I'm not trying to sync anything from Google. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, 
really having a great day, though. And I am really feeling a lot better. Uh, exercising still. I uh, got back into the routine of that once I got back down here to D.C. Um, and I just, I, I really feel good. I do. Um, it's when you feel bad that some of the greatest comedy in your life can come from that, for sure. Um but when you're feeling good, it's like, yes, I am feeling good. I'm very thankful. But the comedy kind of takes a dip. <laughs> so I'm subjecting myself to a life of misery, pretty much. Um, that's what I'm set up for, for the rest of my life. I'm sorry, there's just, there's not much on my mind. To fucking talk about. What else is going on here? Uh, any movies? Um, I, I haven't seen, I told you guys I saw, um, the hell was it? Richard, Richard Jewell, uh, which was good. Um, I watched a movie the other night that was in awards consideration years ago um inside Lewin Davis with Oscar Isaac and I really liked it and I'm not a big uh Coen Brothers fan but they have a couple of movies that I like that one and um Burn After Reading uh if you haven't checked out either of those movies inside Lewin Davis or Burn After Reading check them out uh, I'm seeing 1917 this weekend, which will be thrilling, I hope. I just, I'm really trying not to overhype myself for it, because then I'll just let myself down, and it's nobody's fault but my own. Um, and I'm trying to see uh, Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler, because I keep hearing just wild, wild things about it. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much what's going on with me. Let's read some, uh, read some non-political news stories, shall we? All right. We're all on board with that. Okay, good, good. Act like you're talking. You're not. Oh, shit. Uh, why am I so tired? Come on, where's the news? Here we go. Google News. Do, do, do. Uh, more stuff about Iran. Iran. Trump. Iran. Trump. Trump. Iran. Iran. Impeachment. Democrats lose patience with Nancy Pelosi. Iran, Trump, Iran, Iran, Trump, Jeopardy host Alex Trebek gives health update. 
as he reveals how he'll end game show tenure. This is interesting. Let's look at this. Oh, Deadline. It's a good website. Uh, Jeopardy host Alec Trebek gave a health update um, and revealed how he plans to end his 35-year run on the syndicated game show. Trebek was at the TCA. What's TCA? Uh, Am I supposed to know who TCA is? Uh, I don't know. Um, TCA? What the hell is that? Should I click on the link? No. TCA Winter Press Tour to promote the ABC special Jeopardy, the greatest of all time, alongside Jeopardy champs James Holtower, Ken Jennings, and Brad Rutter. Um, Trebek, who's gone, who has undergone several rounds of chemotherapy since being diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer in March, admitted that some days are better than others. Um, he said, my resistance is lower because of the treatments I've been having. And as you can tell, I've got the cold that's going around, but this is the second time I've had it in the last month and a half. Wow. They got me off one of my chemo drugs, which was killing me. And I won't know until tomorrow when I go in for some tests and then maybe a week or so when I know how things stand. I have good days and bad days. God, this poor guy. Really? This is just horrible. Um, The host added that while he doesn't foresee saying a final goodbye to Jeopardy in the near future, he already has figured out how he will go out. He will ask the director to give him 30 seconds at the end of his final show, uh, but said that he will do it on a whim. Uh The first night of Jeopardy, the greatest of all time, was the greatest on Tuesday in the ratings, scoring 14.37 million viewers and a 2.4 rating in the adults 18 to 49 demographic, dominating a night where the broadcast networks began returning to regular programming after a holiday slumber. The face-off of Jeopardy! champs Holtower, Jennings, and Rudder kicked off their best-of-three showdown for a $1 million prize. That seems low for that show. The special, which gave ABC the nightly win overall in the demo, continues tonight and Thursday with, so I guess it's written yesterday, with Friday and next week in the works, if necessary. Huh. Poor guy. I mean, really, that's, you hate. You hate it. it. It's just... Cancer is just... Oh, my God. It's fucking bullshit. This is what it is. It's fucking bullshit. Someday they'll cure it. Someday. All right, let's go on to something uh, more lighthearted. No, I don't want news updates from Insider. Fuck off. Uh, Kate McKinnon says she blew it, which is in quotes, when she ended up at the same table as Beyonce uh, at the Golden Globes. What? Is there an article? So the Saturday Night Live star Kate McKinnon appeared on 
on the Ellen DeGeneres show on Tuesday and spoke about sitting at the same table as Beyonce and Jay-Z at the Golden Globes on Sunday. She said, and I quote, I mean, they're the king and queen of America. They were unbelievably gracious, but my sister and I found out that we were going to be at their table and started panicking and making a list of like, well, what can we say? We live in one-bedroom apartments in New York City. What can we say? Do you use HelloFresh? What kind of milk do you like to drink? <laughs> the comedian said her sister, Emily Lynn, approached Beyonce calmly, uh, and McKinnon said, I just pretended I had something on my pants. She's funny. She's fucking hysterical. She says, I blew it. After DeGeneres said that McKinnon interacts with famous people every week on SNL, McKinnon said, not Beyonce. We all know that's different. Is it? Is it? Uh, watch the video below. No, we won't, because this is a podcast. Coyote attacks five-year-old boy outside Chicago Nature Museum. Oh, boy. Racist slideshow. Outcry over photo of four black students gorilla monkey do label after school trip to zoo. What the fuck? Let's read this this piece of shit story here. Um, oh, my hometown, Long Island. Long Island. Well, it's not really a town. It's a landmass. Okay, Miller Place. All right. Um... A Long Island, New York school district will be hit with a multi-million dollar lawsuit over an allegedly racially insensitive slideshow featuring photos from a class trip to the Bronx Zoo in attorney. So oh, I can already see where this is going. Slideshow featured a photo of four black students in the zoo and one of a gorilla. And the label said, monkey see, monkey do. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. See, these are the times where you ask, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line? Um, the students and their families are crying foul over the images a science teacher used in the slideshow. Oh, the teacher did this. Oh, <laughs> oof. Used in the slideshow, CBS News reports. Uh, the lawyer said there can't be any question about what they meant. Remember, this is a zoology class. Evolution is taught. Um, a junior by the name of Guy, Guy Key Murray said, I didn't know that they were going to put that, put it in that perspective and show us, compare us to monkeys. Teacher took. Yeah, why am I talking like this? The teacher took the pictures during an advanced zoology course field trip. Just before the December break, he presented to his classes using PowerPoint. The four students say they were humiliated when they saw themselves. Uh, a senior, Kevin Bobrun, said. I said they had used us like slaves. I posted a video about it on Snapchat, social media, and I was asked to take it down. Boburn said he was threatened and pressured by administrators to delete the video or face suspension. Uh, Ray, 
Who's Ray? Is that the lawyer? Yes. He said, this is institutionalized racial superiority. Okay. Uh, Junior Desmond Dent Jr. said, us African Americans have been through this already and it's coming back again. Us being compared to monkeys and I don't think we should be compared to any animal. Longwood administrators say the zoo field trip and slideshow have been going on for a decade with all races of students posing for monkey sea photos. That's interesting. The district now calls it culturally insensitive. Teacher was defended as a good man who made an honest mistake and intended no malice. The lawyer said we're going to be asking for at least $12 million from him. Oh, my God, from the school district? Butch Murray, the grandfather, one of the students, said, my temperature went up, hair on the back of my neck stood up. I was like, are you kidding me? This is an educator? Parents said they were shown slideshows this week from years past and noticed another troubling photo. Desmond Dent, senior father, one of the students, said the lion caption. It was a picture of a lion and then three black young ladies. Uh, then it said, not all animals are cute. Oh! Ooh! School officials and the teacher hope to meet with the parents and students. Wow. People are fucked up. You know that? See, like, that's something that's just weird. Just taking stuff too far. People are fucking weird. Harry and Meghan's decision to walk away has given the queen a royal headache. What did they walk away from? Being rich? I wouldn't do that. Oh, this is a long article. I'm not reading this. I don't give a shit. Not my country. Not my problem. Um, great. So it's giving people headaches. They're figureheads, folks. They don't do anything. Uh, how will Trump respond to Iran missile strikes? No. Ten things to do around D.C. this weekend. Huh. This should be good, because D.C.'s fucking weird. Um, I'll read this, and uh, then we'll wrap up. Girls just want to. Oh, this is a comedy thing. Girls just want to raise money for safe housing through comedy, right? An all-female lineup of comedians is taking over the Colony Club to make you laugh and raise money for the District Alliance for Safe Housing, which provides safe housing for survivors of violence and their families. That's nice. Tickets are $10 online, $15 at the door. What's the Colony Club? I haven't heard of this. This place I can work. Colony Club. The Chill Coffee Bar Ping Pong Club morphs into a bar by night serving drinks and snacks. What kind of pictures you got here? Interesting. It's not really a comedy venue. Yeah, I've done stuff like this before. Kind of like it's it's a very coffee shop kind of vibe, but cool that they're doing that. Uh Operas, I don't care. Get inked. Perhaps you've been waiting to get that tattoo. 
until someone can answer your questions like, okay, but really, how much does it hurt? And it stays on for how long? Oh, God. Oh, DC Tattoo Expo. whoop the fucking do Line up and get your fucking tats. Fucking twits. I, I don't care. If you have a tattoo, it's your fucking choice. Your your life. Your life! I will never get one. Mark my words. A, I can't sit in a chair for that long. B, I'm just... No, I'm going to sound like too much of an asshole if I say that, so I won't. Uh, the onesie crawl. What the fuck is wrong with this city? If you've ever wanted to drink from the comfort of your pajamas, then head to the onesie bar crawl in your most comfortable onesie. How about you drink in your fucking house? Onesie crawl? What? Showing up to bars and fucking onesies? Give me my fucking onesie. <laughs> Get nerdy. I'm not even going to read that one. Full moon. Did you know there's a full moon in January that's called a full wolf moon? That's because hungry wolves used to howl outside villages in the first month of the year. Take a two-hour hike under it through the National Arboretum with friends of the National Arboretum. The hike will be hilly and brisk. Dress appropriately. See, I actually like that. Like hikes, that's cool. Recover. If you need to let out something you're still holding on to from 2019, head to the Potter's House Recovery Cafe. It's a monthly open mic night devoted to allowing artists of all ages and backgrounds express themselves uh, in a variety of mediums. You can expect to be supported in telling your stories. Uh, so they also have the wreath retrieval and cleanup day at um, Arlington Cemetery. Uh, I always thought that was nice when they do the, the wreath laying ceremony, which obviously happened earlier. That happens in either really late November or like first week of December. But it's usually after Thanksgiving, I think, but it's also really nice. Core Power Yoga, Adams Morgan's Grand opening with free yoga. Oh, God. Oh. Tuck your hips. The hell does that mean? How do you tuck your fucking hips with bar three on the Millennium stage? The boutique bar, the boutique bar studio is offering a free class that'll be a mix of Pilates, bar, and yoga with the reach at the Kennedy Center on Sunday. The class is one hour. Free. Drunk spelling. Oh, God. Can you spell booze? Capital Cider House is holding its weekly boozy spelling bee. There will be prizes for first, second, and third places, and the winner gets an invite to the bar's spell-off. Oh, well, howdy-doody time. What the fuck? Um. Oh, God. I, 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 I. 
I got nothing to say from that. Winterfest. If you missed Enchant DC, I'm actually kind of disappointed I missed that. That looked like a cool thing. Don't worry. Bring your family to Nationals Park to meet the World Series champs for the team's Winterfest. During the tour, yeah, no. During the tour, enjoy a special behind-the-scenes look at the park not typically open to fans. Tickets vary by age. Keep in mind that photo ops with players and the trophy will cost you extra. Wow, so they're actually doing uh, photo ops. And you can actually meet the players. Huh. wonder who's going to be there. Is it going to be like the whole team or... Uh, talk on women's social media and dissent in Iran. No, thank you. No pants subway ride. Now, what the fuck is this? Oh, my God. There's a Facebook page for it, and it's all people wearing no pants, and they are all men, and it's disturbing. The annual No Pants Subway Ride will take place on Sunday, January 12th in Washington, D.C. We will ride the D.C. Metro in a celebration of silliness before hitting up the also pants-optional after-party at Sudhouse, D.C. The goal is to act like you would any other day on the Metro, except that on this day, you'll have forgotten to wear pants. Remind me not to leave the fucking house on Sunday. 3 p.m. Meet at Hancock Park for group photo, which is close to L'Enfant. All right, so yellow line or red. Well, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. No pants subway ride. Not only is it miserable enough to sit on the subway for two whole hours, but they're making you do it with no fucking pants on. Started by Improv Everywhere in New York in 2002 as a celebration of silliness. I'm sorry. We got two different definitions of silliness, folks. But that's okay. We talked about that. All right. So I'm going to wrap this one up. Uh, I hope you all have a great weekend. Um, I'll be giving you a 1917 review next week. And, uh, yeah, have fun and enjoy your lives. Take care. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.